The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. And we begin the second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, Steve Elkins, and today's date is May 15th. 2023 it's monday second hour and that means uh my good friend and legal strategist on the the west coast there the man stuck out there between the big redwoods ron mcdonald should be here how you doing steve i'm doing good doing really good much better much better doing things are going much better for me nice nice to hear you again how you doing out there i'm doing excellent actually i can't i have no complaints you know when when you give it give it time ron you're gonna have some complaints Um, (laughs) if if uh governor newsom uh, has his way and the reparations for slavery go through uh you look at that on your um on your pay stub there and it'll probably say blm uh there's be some money taken out for the blm and and slavery reparations so um Hold uh, hold your tongue on that. Uh, it's he's not quite done yet. He's still pushing that well, that narrative of uh, reparations for slavery, which is crazy, crazy, crazy talk. I'm searching through my genetics to see <laughs> if there's someone there. Now, I've got curly hair, but uh, you know, anyway, let's wear. Well, I did wear an afro, afro when I was in my early twenties. So. I did too. I did too. I kind of did. Kind of had a curly, froey thing going on there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, not today. Not today. Uh, you and I talked last week, and I think through the week we talked about this uh, this trial, this uh, yes, this trial, Donald Trump uh, sexual assault, sexual battery. It turned out to be sexual battery and and defamation that E. Jean Carroll brought against uh, Donald Trump. Something that happened. Uh, I'm going to say 19, the spring of 1996, I believe, like 27 years or so ago. That uh, Donald Trump saying, he said, I'd never met this woman. I don't know who she is. But I remember taking a picture with somebody, the husband, but I didn't really know who she was. Of course, she is a fiction writer, a wacko. But uh, she found a New York Manhattan jury to give her $5 million reward for her little story. And you and I were talking about, this is a civil case because there was no criminal case. She could not make that case of, of a criminality of the rape. She had to recant the rape stories she told for earlier. She recanted that, but then she started talking about what's the, the next step below that, evidently, and it's a, a sexual battery-type situation. That might be easier to make a case before a jury 
especially a, a jury that hates Donald Trump. And I, I think that's pretty much what they picked. They, in their selection of the jury, I think they had questioning. They said, yeah, do you like Trump? No, I hate the guy. Okay, you're, you're part of the jury. They found what they were looking for, and they found a rigged jury to come back. And in favor of E. Jean Carroll's uh, claims that she was sexually assaulted, uh, a sexual battery and defamation for Donald Trump later on coming back and said, you know, she's making up this story because she wants to sell books. I don't know how that's defamation. Uh, there could be a lot of truth in that. We, we, you know, this whole idea, Ron, that a woman always tells the truth when it comes down to sexual things. She always tells the truth, and the man is always telling the, 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 the lie. And uh, we've seen in, in plenty of cases before where a woman lied about a certain thing, lied about being raped. And uh, so the guy gets punished or he goes to prison and jail. And somewhere along the way, maybe she has a clear conscience, cleaner conscience. She comes back and says, well, I kind of made it up. And then they let him out of prison. And, of course, nothing happens to her. They make the case later on that she's got some kind of mental illness. So we're not going to prosecute you for lying and sending a man to prison on a line. But this situation here, I looked it up in uh, in New York, and I believe it's between one and six years for a civil case, a statute uh, of limitations. So I'm trying to figure the time frame, what we just talked about here. Why? How did this make it to court? Well, it, it's a simple remedy that the state of Cal, uh, the state of New York did, and that was is they passed a law for one year on the books. To allow anyone who's been battered or raped or anything like that to be able to bring forward the suit in court. And that's how they did it. So there's no they, – they, they disregarded the statute of limitations. They right. disregarded it. Right. So it I was a unique they, remedy on the yeah. part of New York. How, how did they do that? The, the, the legislation – how did they how did they get that? So basically there is no one to six years anymore in New York, right? No, this statute's only for a year. It's opened okay. for a year. I forget when it was enacted. I, I guess whenever she filed her, her suit. Yeah. Is that she did it immediately after they passed it. So they were they were going after Trump and that's mm -hmm. how they did done it. Well, it's it's also one of the questions I have written here, Ron. Isn't it a uh, conflict of interest that Alvin Bragg is also part of this lawsuit, uh, was presiding over this one here. Isn't that a conflict of interest? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, there's so I mean, many. He was, uh, uh, he was with the lawsuit against Donald Trump as far as 34 uh, indictments against Donald Trump. He's, he's taken over that one. And now he's, uh, he's taken on another side case with E. Jean Carroll. And he won right. that for her. So she got $5 million from a very liberal jury, which uh, to me, it's a uh, they disregarded the facts. Um, we're going to talk about some of those here. And uh, this was just a, a reward. Uh, a, they hated Donald Trump. They wanted to reward this woman, and they were going to let it be known that um, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to. This is your payday. This is your payday yeah. today. He has appealed it, from what I understand. So. Oh, and he should. And he should. Yeah. Now, how many times can you appeal something? I mean, if he gets, you can go he goes all the way up to the Supreme to Court. Supreme Court. Yeah, and it, and he probably would do this. I would assume he would yeah. do that. But uh, now the if, when he appeals this, he will not go before the same judge that oversaw the first one. Correct? That's correct. Yeah, correct. it'll be a total different uh, ballpark for him at that point. Well, that's good because I'm. I mean, I hate to go back to the same court to yeah. see. Well, no, 
no, not nothing's changed on this end here. But uh, I would love to know the process of picking the the jury on this one here, uh, of the questioning, the line of questions they would ask to to find their jury. Uh, it clearly uh, they never gave a, a total head count on the um, guilties on this one here, but I would assume it was pretty high, uh, probably a majority. And uh, they they never mentioned this at all. Did you ever hear what the what the majority of the vote was? No, I, I did not. But I, I imagine that they selected from liberals for the jury. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the voting register would uh, give them that access to that type of voter. Yeah, I guess it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, I yeah. guess they would do that. Yeah, I never thought about that being used to find your yeah. jury pool by looking for liberals. Yeah, well, it'll look clean on the surface, you know. It'll look clean yeah. on the surface. But if I were, uh, if I was a prosecutor, and I wanted to make sure that I was going to win, yeah. that's what I would do. You know, it's against the law, but that's probably what I would have done. I think you might be right there. You might be right there. Well, I found it quite interesting. Now is the same thing with the uh, Christine Blasey Ford. He was trying to take down Brett Kavanaugh as he was uh, in the process of being uh, confirmation for the Supreme Court. How that thing, that was 36 or 37 years um, before it came to court. You know, a 60, a 15-year-old girl saying, I went to a, a party, and he was there. He's 17, and he took me to a bedroom. A any girl that goes to a guy's bedroom, guess what? You're looking for trouble, okay? I'm flat out, that's, that's the common, that's what's going to happen. You're looking for something. But uh, later on to recant or say, I, I can't remember this, I can't remember that. Did you tell anybody? No. Did you uh, call law enforcement after this incident? Of, he didn't rape you, but he had his hand over your mouth, and he groped you. Did you tell anybody in law enforcement? No, I didn't. Did you tell anybody close to you? No. I told my husband just uh, about a year ago, and you've been married for a while. So the, the whole 36 or 37 years, and then this thing finally gets to the mainstream media i think the mainstream media looked for this woman they were they were hunting beating down the beating down the hatches here to find somebody who had something derogatory to say about donald trump finding somebody and they yeah. found her they found her and she's kind of a whack job i mean she's a um, i say she's a pathological liar but uh a, a psychologist at stanford university which i have very little respect for stanford anymore uh it is appears to be a very liberal liberal college yeah. high, a very expensive liberal college but then she you know she made some interesting comments with anderson cooper that came out i i'm, I'm assuming that for some reason donald trump's lawyer could not present this as evidence to the jury and this is would have been one of those situations to say wow that's that's like that video footage that was held back on january 6th uh of jacob chance you know, they're talking about he was the, the unruly one, and he was at the head of the insurrection here. He was the guy wearing the, the horns and how he was violent. And, uh, and then they show the video later on. Of course, he's walking through the Capitol, being led by police officers, opening doors for him and stuff. And, of course, he was just right. the opposite. Uh, so this whole situation here, she was on Anderson Cooper, a very interesting interview. The woman is whacked. I, I, I can look at her eyes, and I can tell you she's whacked. She's uh, a nutcase. But she talks about, they're talking about rape. Anderson Cooper's talking about rape. He kind of understands it. I don't like the guy, but he kind of understands it. Rape is about power and control. She said, no, no, it's, it's, no, it's not. It's, it's what people think about. It's a sexual fantasy. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. 
talking about rape being a sexual fantasy. Um, this is evidence that should have been presented in court, and I assume it never was. Well, you know, I see the the bedroom as being tagged as uh, implied consent. You either go into a bedroom for sleep or for yeah. activity. Yep. So, I mean, you shouldn't go into a bedroom if you're a woman no. alone. No, you really shouldn't. And I, I don't think uh, I've I've talked about that before. And I think there's even some colleges that do some kind of orientation to for young women and young men to saying, you know, this is you're in college now. Mom and dad aren't around, and you're gonna maybe um, come into some situations here. Of course, when they, when you add alcohol into the into the equation here, you know anything can pretty much happen here and get out of control. But uh, she also made some interesting comments that she uh, she loved to watch Donald Trump's reality show, The Apprentice. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking, you're talking about you were raped, and now you tell me that you like to watch his show. But then now you say, well, you know, I do like to watch the show. I enjoy it. And the contestants. But then she later on comes back and said um, that uh, she now said this to the jury that she, she has panic attacks. And when she sees Donald Trump and that, she now sleeps with a loaded pistol under her pillow. Oh, um, I wonder if that, that pillow is a Michael Lindell pillow, Ron. I, I don't know. <laughs> my uh, pillow. It's a good, it's a good plug for yeah. my pillow. Uh, but no, she says she has a loaded pistol under her pillow. And I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Uh, a woman who has been raped would not be watching the rapist per se, on his own program, his, his TV reality show. They wouldn't be doing that. That's, that's a, no. That's, no. A not, that's a non-possibility. Now, now, over the years, has she seen a, a shrink, or is this here just something that um, she's self-diagnosed as post-traumatic stress disorder? You know what? She, she never, as far as I know, they never, never brought that into court, that she's in some kind of therapy. But uh, in that interview with, with Anderson Cooper, she, she just has this. You can find it online. It's the most whacked out watching this. I do believe you can see craziness in a person's eyes, Ron. I do believe you can see the craziness. Yeah. It's it's like that uh, that picture of um, of uh, Charles Manson. You remember that evil look in his oh, eyes? Yeah. You know yeah. that that uh, staring ahead and just that evilness in his eyes. I looked at this woman and and she looks cold and she looks evil. But uh, she said to Anderson Cooper, after you know he was, I think he was kind of whoa. Rape is a sexual fantasy for most people. I think he was realizing he was in over his head here. He was talking yeah. to a, a psycho here. But then she she stops and he says, well, we're taking a commercial break. We'll come right back. And and she she said this comment. She said, I find you an amazing person to talk to, an amazing person. And the way she said it was, you're, you're buying this. I hope you're yeah. buying all this. And because uh, you're going to be used to sell this idea that I'm, I became a victim and I'm going to need you to, to believe in me in order to sell this, this lawsuit against Donald Trump. And of course, Anderson Cooper, he's either following, he's either following the agenda from the Democrats himself, as far as taking down Donald Trump, or he truly believes it. But I don't think he's, I don't think he's that, um, that dark, that evil. I think you can, you can see a lie. And when he comes down to the insurrection, January 6th, Donald Trump is not guilty of that. And he's certainly not guilty of sexual battery against this wacko E. Jean Carroll. Um, he's simply following the game plan. Now, now there's not been any evidence in support of her testimony. No, correct? there's nothing. No, there's nothing whatsoever. Nothing. 
there's no evidence to, to support anything that she said. She simply found a jury that was uh, <clears throat> agreeing with her. Yeah. yeah, sympathetic to her, her demands of what she wanted, and she got her $5 million. And I, I truly hope he, well, he, does, he has appealed it, but I truly hope that he wins in, in court on this one here because if he doesn't, it's, uh, it's open season, Ron, if you think right. about it. If you can take down a powerful person, on lies, well, then you and I really have no chance in the court system at all. Right, right. If you can take now, down it, somebody. You know, the, I, I recall several years ago, uh, there was a neighbor that I had that uh, got into kind of a, a a problem with another neighbor. And he was gay, this neighbor was, and he says, I'm going to play the gay card. Well, I can see this woman playing the rape card. So. Mm-hmm. These are tools that are used commonly in our society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's interesting here. Look over my notes. She uh, things that she forgot in her testimony. She forgot the year that she actually was raped or the sexual battery. Forgot what year? Well, you don't forget something like that. No. You know, the uh, that's a traumatic experience. And if it's if it really happened, you you remember, you remember when it happened, and you actually report it to somebody also. But she also forgot about the mega billionaire that uh, helped sponsor her in her agenda to take down Donald Trump on this lawsuit here. And his name was Reed Hoffman, Reed Hoffman, a billionaire that hates Donald Trump. He's a big time campaign contributor to the Democrat Party. And for some reason, she uh, she let that slip her mind all completely. I I forgot all about this guy. Well, he's the guy contacted you or you contacted him. He's the guy that funded everything that you're doing, the legal portion of taking down Donald Trump. And you don't remember this guy? Oh, I, I just totally forgot about him. Jeez. Yeah, totally co- forgot about it. Yeah, rape is a sexual fantasy, she said here to Anderson Cooper. I just, whoa. That is, that's a, that's a mind blower right there, a sexual fantasy. Ron, we got a call. It came in here, and I am behind on my calls here. So let's go to the call and take Francis in North Carolina. Francis, welcome to the show. Hey, fellas. Hey, oh, what's going I, on? I, I think Anderson better be careful because that sounds like a little bit of flirting to me towards him. You know? What a waste of time that would be, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, E. Jean Carroll, he's gay. Maybe she, okay? Maybe she's, the role. Maybe, she's, maybe she's bi, you know? Oh, oh. Maybe, I, she wants to try, maybe she wants to try to convert him. Oh, Bring him back Ew. to the, the bring him Ew. back to the female side here, you know. <laughs> try, yeah. Let's, okay, let's try that. you know I haven't had Dindin yet. Don't make what make me want to hurl. <laughs> Come on. Now, you know, I, I look at this woman. I look at this woman, and there's really nothing there. Uh, have you seen this woman, Ron? No, not a no, thing. I don't care. No. Oh gosh, she look her up. She's a uh, she's she's. Oh yeah, I have seen. I've seen. She's her. unattractive. Yeah. She's unattractive. Yeah. Yeah, okay, this, never mind. Enough said. Well, and, and um, then, okay, let's let's say let's say that Donald Trump, you know, you're making the they're making the case that you know he she was attractive at one time. I I don't see that possibility. But then you take a Stormy Daniels next to this woman here, and you're going, well, this might be believable over here. She's attractive, <laughs> trashy. She's trashy, but she's attractive. And then you go to this side over here, the other spectrum is this. This short-haired, ugly woman here with the bulging eyes. She looks crazy. What do you think? Which one would you take? Um, oh, hang. Yeah, please do. <laughs> oh, God.
Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602 799 8214 or visit our website Sierra Madre Precious Metals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. We're back with uh, Frances in North Carolina, and we'll let her resume her questioning. Go ahead and finish up there. Questioning? Are you kidding me? But that was yeah, kind of or comments. Oh, comments. Okay. There What's, you go. What else? There you go. Uh, I have to make a. I have to make an admonishment though of myself. So I did misquote a comment at a per at an earlier point in time of that she only deserved a check for five dollars. <laughs> I misquoted. It should have been a check for five cents. Because, obviously, there is no sense in the brain. Yeah. So, anyway, aside from that, aside from that 
Um, yeah. I'm I'm wishing good luck with the aspect of repeal or whatever because mm-hmm. I think that was a just a gut reaction to give a check for whatever amount just to get it over with, maybe, which I think was a mis- which I think was yeah. a mistake. But uh, yeah, it does. Well, you know, we we know we know that New York is a liberal state. Flat out, it's a liberal state, no doubt about it. Which part? But I, I, I find it quite interesting <laughs> that, uh, I mean, I mean, think of, I don't, I'm pretty darn certain that that clip from Anderson Cooper was never played. I'm sure the jury never saw that because anybody saw that clip would say, the woman's whacked out. If she's yeah. referring to yeah. rape as a sexual fantasy, case over. It's over. We're, this is over. Uh, you have no credibility. You have no credibility. For her to say that, that was her. That was her perception. I mean, who in her right mind goes and uses that terminology to describe where they were supposedly assaulted? I mean, yeah. give me a break. Yeah, I've, I've never heard anybody say that ever, ever. It's, I've never heard that take on rape ever in my life. Ron, have you? Uh-uh. No, that's no, not like someone got it's off control. On it. It's control over people. It's power yeah. and control. And, uh, and I, there's there's nothing more than that. Yeah. Oh, and it, it's a devastating situation. It is. Yeah. Terrible. One last thought for you. As far as the aspect that uh, you uh, abridged earlier about uh, what they're doing for uh, students in school and all this stuff about, oh, we've got to uh, protect against uh, domestic terrorism or mm-hmm. something to that effect. For one thing, if they're so concerned about terrorism and the prevention of that, then how about taking care of the potential terrorists that are coming across with their own agendas? Yeah. I mean... Give me a bloody break of, of the stupid hypocrisy of that deal. I mean, anybody with common sense can see the, uh, the issues arising from that uh, fiasco. So, and I'm not, I, I'm not the most logical person in the world. I'm highly illogical, but I see a lot of uh, a lack of intelligence with this whole process that's going on. So, with that, you know yep. the usual. Lime coconut yep. and pineapple, my pumpkin pie. Sounds good. Sounds good. Later, folks. Um, Have a great week. Yeah, it's uh, it. I I can only assume that, and and cross my fingers that Donald Trump will win the appeal process on this one here, um, and uh, maybe get some. You know, he's got a lot of money, so I I don't know why he would have a problem getting a uh, a lawyer that would really go for it. I I don't know how this. Like I said, I'm 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 not a lawyer, and I know Ron how you would handle this legally. You would bring in the, the big guns right off the bat to, to nip this in the right. bud. Well, and well, I just go ahead. first thing I would have done is declaratory relief on the law they passed with a window of one year. Exactly. First stage one. That's yeah. the first thing I would do. And uh, if they still, you know, didn't go along with that, I'd have to bring in these clips to say, yeah, if somebody thinks this is a sexual fantasy, I kind of uh, nullifies everything after the fact that she says, and you just can't take this woman serious. And you have to, to realize that maybe she's, uh, she's not playing with a full deck. She's got some mental illness here because I have never heard anybody ever describe or believe that rape was actual, a sex sexual fantasy yeah. and that they look for that kind of stuff. And I've never heard that before. No, that that's a, a mental issue right there. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we've exhausted this one here. We'll just have to wait for the appeal process and see how Donald Trump does on that. Hopefully he will win. Ron, I I wrote out a bunch of questions for you. 
Um, I want to get your perception on some of these questions here. Now, is this a pass or fail test? No, no, there's not. This is just one of those opening the doors for discussion, and hopefully we'll get some callers other than just one tonight. That's that's kind of okay. slow. But, uh, you know, I started thinking about our national debt supposedly is $33 trillion, and I think that's clearly a dumbed-down number. I think it's much, much higher, much higher. You know, government likes to uh, – dumb down the the bad numbers that makes them look bad because their job is actually to fix problems and not create more problems so i would assume that 33 trillion dollars is it's it's far lower than it really is it's much higher but i started thinking about what is the breaking point for the average american uh to finally stand up and something actually happen i'm I'm talking close to a revolution here so i wrote down a couple things here and i'm just going to bounce them off you and see what you got to say but uh would it be the banking collapse going to the digital currency? Would that be one of them? That's going to finally be the one that uh, it's the 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 uh, what would stir up the revolution against the government. Would, or you could say also, will it be the housing collapse? I think that's going to hit California before it hits anywhere else. Last time in 2008, it was in Florida, believe it or not. But uh, will it be the housing collapse? Will it be the out of control inflation and more supply chain shortages? Will it be that? Will it be a massive inflation invasion over our borders, rising crime rates, and too few law enforcement to ride to take care of the situation? Or will it be the redistribution of wealth to all those who are coming here illegally? Or will it be just another stolen election? And uh, that will actually, you know, bring the revolution on. Uh, I mean, that, that's the last one, the, the, the big one I wanted to ask you, the, if it's we have another stolen election. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Extendivite, a seven-herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. 
Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. I gave you six questions here, and I don't yeah. think you probably probably remember them all, but uh, it may be a combination of all, a couple of these things. It may just be one of these things. It may be all of them. Um, things are clearly going in a very bad direction. Our economy is looking bad. Uh, the banking system is uh, looking one, one by one. Banks are collapsing. Stores are going out of business, so they're telling me, oh, the economy is strong and we're creating more jobs, but they don't talk about the jobs they just lost. They'll just tell you we, we created 253,000 more jobs, but forgetting that you lost 500,000 jobs, so you're still in the red on these jobs. Um, I don't know. I, I, I started thinking about all these different things that could happen to bring on the uh, the revolution here. Basically, what is the breaking point for, for the average American? I, and I think the bottom line is – when you come down to the old saying, it's always about the money. It's about the money. And in this case, it would be a lack of money and a decrease in their livelihood, their their um, their quality of life, their quality of living. Seems to get people all shaked, you know, shaken up much faster than anything else. If they, they used to have money and they used to enjoy their money and they used to enjoy family vacations and things. And you start taking all these things away and you're saying, now oh, you have restrictions and you're going to have to give away this, give away this. And you're still paying high taxes. Um it tends to get people pretty pretty angry, and so, like I said, these six different possibilities I threw at you here, I, I don't think there's any just one by itself that's going to do it. I think you're going to see a combination of a couple that's going to trigger. I think what is what is the what's the breaking point for the average American? I mean, Ron, what do you think? Well, I, I have to go and state the facts as they actually are. And the fact is the national debt, which what you started off with, mm -hmm. is an imaginary debt. Yes. It doesn't exist. Right. If you go to the U.S. Treasury site, it'll say the backing of the American dollar is backed by the confidence of the American people. And if you go to the 13th Amendment, that's the slavery amend amendment. And there are cases that determine that even working for an imaginary debt is a slave uh, is involved with slavery. So this is what the whole thing is based on. So everything else is manipulated. 
They manipulate the housing. They manipulate the cost of labor, uh, the price of foods. And we go back to the president being given extraordinary powers under the New Deal to control the economy, every aspect of it. So it's probably not what you want to hear as far as an answer, but all those are just uh, uh, plays in place. Right. Well, Iran, let me throw this at you. If if for some reason, you know, the the election rigging, it's still in place. It's still in place from 2020 yeah. that stole the election from Donald Trump. Right. It's still in place. It could happen again. And if it happens again, the I, the revolution to me, I, I was thinking about, OK, so we see but between now and 2024, the election, we see things get worse, much worse, much worse. Uh, food supply or food chain is being is being attacked. Our protein sources are all being attacked. Vegetation is being attacked. It's polluted. It's contaminated. They're finding every reason to take out things that we need for our, our survival, our nutrition, for our, our immune systems. They're taking it out of circulation. And this is this is not by accident. This is all very purposeful of uh, essentially removing things that we need to control us. So if Essentially, it gets worse from now to the time we have the election here. How would uh, and people are starting really to endure the hardships? They're having hardships; it's getting worse and worse. To steal this election now would be so obvious, because who in their right mind rehires the captain who ran his ship into the reef, and that ship ends up sinking? Who in the heck would vote for the guy who's destroyed their livelihood? And brought down their quality of living. Who would who would vote for that person? Nobody would. Even the Democrats would say, "Geez, I, I mean, you'd have to be a moron to vote for somebody who destroyed the economy." And so, stealing the election in 2024, based on what I'm talking about right now, would be a most obvious steal of an election that might probably push us into that where people said, "I've had enough of this this government. It's corrupt," and maybe something might happen. What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree. Short of a military takeover, I think the American people would be uh, ready to pick up weaponry uh, mm-hmm. to take back their country. And so I, you think, I think the gay generals at the Pentagon would uh, sound the alarm for the coup? I, I think the people, anyone <laughs> who is informed yeah. would and, – and, and military people that are – you know, have families – yeah. would also instill in them to, we need to take back this country. And yeah. I think that's what would happen. But uh, I'm not sure about the military coup, as I see what the, what the Pentagon has been doing with their, with their uh, non-binary well, uh, it, it transgender depends. ambassador. I, I don't know about, I can't, yeah. I can't see the, 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 uh, the generals given the order, this is out of control. We need to take it back the yeah. government. I can't see that happening from see, the, I, I, I don't think the military is loyal to Biden. I just no, I don't think they are too. It's it's the generals high above who give the orders to the right. recruits. That's your right. problem. They're, they're still obeying the, the Pentagon. They're still obeying these guys. Yeah. I see you have a lot of callers. Yeah, let's get to some of them. Let's go to the phones and talk to Misty in Kansas. Hello, Misty. It, Hi. Misty in Kansas. Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay. I like that last statement. You were talking about the military. I mean... Right, with all the, and I was born and bred, married, everything military, but there could very well be a mutiny, you know. Now, I'd like to make that statement. The other statement I'd like to make is when you were talking about 
what could possibly kick this off? Yeah. Well, okay, if they do, in fact, this debt ceiling mess, mm-hmm. you know, ridiculous. We don't owe that money. We didn't sign nothing. I mean, no, that's, that's, that's just... Odious, that's what they call odious debt. It was not yeah, made Yeah, well, our, you know, right. Exactly. They don't represent me. But anyway, uh, reading a lot about this and... Uh, the fear-mongering, they do this all the time. Okay, I think what could possibly kick it off is if they do cut Social Security, cut veterans, their retirement checks, their VA checks. That's the three things I see, uh, and one of them is Medicare, Medicaid. Yeah, Uh, I agree. But I'm going those three you're talking about uh, there's got would be some pissed off people. I don't oh, yeah. what don't you think? Yeah, I think so. You know, your 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 veterans, your old timers, there are really not happy with this administration. I've talked to them; and they're very upset about what's happening. Uh, the long waiting lines to get into the VA to be served. Uh, I, I, I tell you, uh, I I definitely see them to be uh, in a situation here. Yeah, you take away their benefits or you make the line even longer to get in to be served and they don't even make it sometimes. Um, yeah, I could see that be a, be a possible. Yeah, my husband goes to the VA in, in uh, Colorado and, I mean, that place is just, it's packed. Isn't it? Yeah. It, it, it? It truly is packed. But, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, and then at the same time, you, st- you stop and look at uh, where pa- how much are the taxpayers paying for these illegals? I think I read 360000 for yeah. their cell phones. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's something to think about, too. And I, when I start writing my notes out for Ron, my questions, like I said, that debt of $33 trillion is, is, a, is a fictitious number. It's way much, much, much higher. It's been dumbed down. But now you factor in you know, the illegals that are coming into this country and, and they're putting it now at another dumbed down number of three, three million. So they had initially, I think they said 10 million or 12 million prior. And they kept that number. They kept holding on to 10 or 12 million for about a good dozen years. For some reason, it never went up and we had more people coming in. I think a true number, Ron, to say illegals in this country, and we'll find out, we'll find out when the Biden administration gives them citizenship and then gives them, uh, does a redistribution of the wealth, we're going to find out there's probably near near 40 million illegals in this country. And they will be given citizenship and an active uh, role in the Democrat Party, uh, quickly be signed up as Democrats, and they'll be using our money to continue them to be a part of the Democrat Party in order to win every election that comes forward. Um, you know, this is amazing. Yeah. May I say, I uh, the my... Uh thought on that is that it wouldn't surprise me if these are these are men of fighting age we know that it wouldn't surprise me if these stockpiles of weapons they hand them to them to fight americans it would not surprise me well let me tell you let me tell you an interesting on the website rbn website today i I took a quick look at it and going along with what you just said here, uh, Jim Fetzer has an, an article, actually a video you can watch. I'm not sure how long it is. I'll watch it after the show. It's an interesting theory. Jim Fetzer believes 
Fetzer believes millions of immigrants are being coordinated, coordinated to kill Americans to take their homes. Exactly. It's interesting. That's uh, Where that's is that? Who is that? That's on the RBN side? Yeah, Jim Fetzer. He's been on this program before. He's been on, on the network. But uh, he's got a video out on RBN website right now. You can watch the video. Sweet. Jim Fetzer okay. believes millions of immigrants are being coordinated by the Democrat Party to kill Americans to take their homes. Yeah, I think we've heard that before, though. But yeah. that's—I will definitely watch it, and I'm not going to hold you. I know your phones are no, no. It's just a title. I just saw it, and I thought, hmm. I mean, that's great. Uh, I, I want to watch it. I followed Jim Fetzer so when he came down to Sandy Hook and other things, but uh, this is uh, this is a, a, a pretty bold pretty bold statement to make I, I don't know what to think i don't know i kind of think you would have to be i don't know blind not to see this i mean jesus you know well if this is true if this is true then we really need to safeguard our second amendment rights um to the full because, well, uh, because if this is true I don't, we're, we're I all going to be saying i got to way out home. of this steve yeah. i do not i don't miss see that it. last part we lose her? I think we lost her. I, I don't really buy that. I, I think um, it's two two objects, and one is cheap labor, and the other one is voters. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is because, you know, there are families crossing yeah. the border. There are mm-hmm. terrorists crossing the border, but more families and that than anything mm-hmm. else. Well, you know, last night I brought up, is it possibility, Ron, that with these new illegals coming in, and you say it's it's about the wages and the money and everything, jobs, what's the possibility of the new illegals coming in to to steal the jobs from the from the uh, Hispanic that are here already with with the the jobs? It turns around that the corporation says, well, I can hire you at a lot less than I can this guy here. Right. So you have right. basically you have Hispanics fighting each other for jobs. What's the possibility right. of that happening? I mean, this is a, a an age old problem, you know, with from Asians coming over here and being used yeah. for cheap labor to yep. Yep. the Irish to you can go on back and back, you know. Right, right, right. So well, that's something we'll have to keep an eye on. But uh, I, I wondered if we're going to create a civil war between Latinos. In this country, it's quite possible on that. Issue. I don't because I see a lot of Latinos, uh, the Mexican people saying, I, I don't want them here illegally. Right. They come through the, the right channels. That's fine. But I think they're worried about their own jobs being taken. Yeah. And uh, they don't want that either because I said, well, that's that's not right. I, I came in the right way. You should come in the right way and, and, and uh, you know, try to get a job. But now if you're going to come here legally, basically be getting citizenship and you'll be given all these free things. And then suddenly uh, now my job is in is in jeopardy. To a, to a cheaper workforce. It, it could happen. It could definitely happen. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Patrick in Texas. Welcome, Patrick. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, Michael Gaddy is kind of breaking down the Civil War pretty plainly. And uh, the thing about it is, like, uh, they hired a bunch of mercenaries. They have two divisions of Russians, cost them $5.5 million. Uh, they guarded the uh, maritime, guarded the ports. And they had, they had two divisions, um, and they were just ruthless. Uh, and then they had the uh, the Irish, you know, and then uh, uh, they, they told the Irish, you, whoever's uh, southern you kill, you get their property. That's an incentive. You know, so they've done it in the past. They, they damn sure would do it again. It may be covertly, but they still would do it. They're just doing it, you know, through the uh, immigration and the naturalization. 
Um, I was always talking about the 1945, the, uh, they created the Uniform Commercial Code. Now, the Uniform Commercial Code, that is also known as the uh, Merchant Law, Jewish Merchant Law. And that is right along with uh, no-hide law, the Jewish no-hide laws. They got that. And six weeks after they killed Kennedy, they made uh, a UCC the law in America. And uh, FDR in World War II is that we're going to have uh, military stock courts. I don't care what you call them. Now, it, you, know, you may have the pretense of looking like it's, everything's, you know, legitimate and, but, uh, you know, it's like a, uh, you know, the, uh, people are changing their statuses and trying to, uh, uh, you know, you know, get, uh, get the paperwork in order to make them look like they're, you know, they're, they're actually, uh, they're not, they're not U.S. citizens. Um, so there's, there's, you know, they, uh, they're using this commercial law on us, not be doing this to us. But, you know, as far as, like, the generals, like, 50% of the generals, as I heard, were, were Jewish. Uh, yeah. And then um, there was, like, one of Schwarzkopf and uh, some of these, uh, but uh, there's only, like, 1% or 2% that are enlisted. Well, they don't need to be enlisted. All they have yeah. to do is control the generals. It was mm-hmm. like in Benghazi. The, uh, yeah. the uh, General Ham tried to go in there, and uh, they, his, his CIA uh, watcher relieved him of command. So they're not going to just trust people to just, you know, uh, with any power at all. They're going to have their backup in there. Um, you know, it's like, uh, you know, they are, they're, they're, you know, we have a foreign for profit corporation to call themselves governments. And, uh, and this is only an international jurisdiction where the letters of marquee and reprisal, where they can, uh, you know, like the Operation Northwoods, you know, mm-hmm. the Pentagon, you know, it's not an honest. Thing. Do you think people like our courts are not honest? Our media yeah, is not yeah. honest. Our government, nothing's honest. Uh, yeah. And so the, uh, the Department of Justice, uh, Department of Defense, are in the is not honest. They are they're right. full of Jews, just like the State Department. And uh, mm-hmm. you know they're in the, so you know they could easily, you know they're the mm-hmm. ones behind this DARPA and in, in, in creating these vaccines. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, they're not our friends. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see any, you know, hope, or I, I would not put any, any hope in any, any, uh, white hats stepping up here. And, uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll turn it back over to y'all. Thank you very much. All right. Yep. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of frustrating and kind of, um, depressing at times, isn't it, Ron, to, uh, to, uh, to expose the evilness out there and uh you know it seems to be kind of locked in they have protection limitations and uh in place and uh it, it just look at biden i mean right now we've we've proven we've shown a uh, a trail of money coming in over 10 million dollars through 20 llc's through many channels basically that's money laundering going to all members of the family and uh, we can point it out and the fbi says yeah we know but Nothing is done. Um, maybe that's another one I could add to the questions on the list for the average American to finally said that's the breaking point for me to see that this administration is cashing in and selling out America. Yeah. You know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, there's so much corruption in government. It's um, the founding fathers would be. Oh, shocked. 
Yeah, absolutely shocked at what has sure. happened. Well, it's they'd, they'd the, also they'd also come back and tell you why it happened, Ron, and then they would tell yeah. you that happened when the statesman turned changed the name into a politician. That's when it happened. Right. You stopped being a statesman. You uh, you didn't have term limitations, and you were bought off by lobbyists and corporations. They would tell you that's what was that will be coming your way. And for some reason, I don't know how they didn't uh, how they how they didn't know that to prevent that, Ron. I'm not sure yeah. why that. The slip by them, but they should have known man can be bought off. Right. And understanding that, they should have put limitations, term limitations. Well, well it also uh, was brought forward by the lack of the common law in our society right. and administrative law. Yeah. Common law required a injury. Mm-hmm. Administrative law doesn't. Your right. traffic tickets, no right. injury. You know. Well, you know, the, the biggest... What these people that are pushing uh, for the illegal immigration, of course, there's a benefit for them. Of course, they're counting on these people become Democrats, voting Democrats, and and keep the elite in power, keep the Democrats in power forever, basically. Once they get both houses, they get all three branches of government, and then they they get the Supreme Court to be stacked in their favor. And they're using using an excuse every time. Every mainstream media outlet's using this. They're talking about humanitarian. This is all humanitarian because actually they're fleeing these countries to come to America uh, as if they're being crucified and they're being slaughtered in their other countries. And that's not the truth at all. They're coming here for a better lifestyle, a better lifestyle. Uh, and uh, that's flat out. That's it. That's 99.9% of why people are coming into this country. And they also realize that uh, they'll be subsidized and given yeah. a lot of things because of what they'll give back to the party. Uh, so it's, this is these are not humanitarian reasons why people are coming here. They're coming here for direct benefit, for a better life. That's what they're coming here for. I I agree with you. I okay. agree with you. Let's get our last caller in here. Wayne in Texas, you're going to be, looks like our last caller. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Steve. Uh, thanks a lot for taking the call. And uh, uh, a couple things here. Uh, I've been in Texas over, you know, for quite a while now. For about the last 25 years, though, I've watched this uh, this invasion come through the border and into the small towns around the Dallas area. And it looks to me, here's what's happening. You know, the first step is invasion. The second step is colonization. And I can tell you parts of Dallas, you don't know what country. And you go down there and it's like all Spanish and you know nobody speaks English and whatever. So colonization is part two. And then part three will be our conquering, conquering us, which is the term they have is reconquista. Okay, and uh, there's no doubt in my mind that's exactly what's happening. And the thing is, no one discusses what we could do to remedy this question, this whole problem. And I tell you, this this issue could be solved in 60 days. All they have to do is cut off the Section 8 housing, the yep. EBT food, the yep. cell phones, and all the uh, the programs that give them free cars and everything else. You cut that off, and they're gone in 60 days or less. Okay. Yeah. And the I question agree. no one's asking are talking about is we're supposed to be having some sort of banking event or banking collapse. So what happens if this uh, goes on or occurs, and all of a sudden we can't uh, give millions of illegal aliens the benefits they're used to? What the hell do you think is going to happen then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, what you're talking about, we're, I think we're, I predict we're going to see a, a major cyber attack on the banking system. Something's going to happen this summer. And it's going to be their excuse also to go to the digital currency. But uh, isn't that the problem? The digital currency, uh, if you digitalize everything, that's what, isn't that why we have so many problems? Because we're digitalizing things. 
But uh, I'm going to add one other thing to your to your invasion, colonization, and conquer is uh, the repatriation of these people. They're going to uh, find out. That's where the social credit score comes in. They're going to find out what you're really worth, who you really are. Are you going to be a patriot to them, or are you going to be the other? And I think uh, we need to add that to the equation of repatriation of the new of the newcomers. Yeah, and I would say one other thing too. The other flip side here is we have public officials at the highest levels of this country now. Number one, they violate their oath of office on a daily basis. They're willfully breaking federal law, which is Title Eight, Section thirteen twenty four, mm-hmm. which is a, makes it illegal to aid and abet illegal aliens, and they're right. also endangering public safety. But I can't hear. I have not yet to hear one word of blowback against these people or any action to remove them from office. So if you can't get your highest public officials to honor their oath of office, then what, what kind of a you know, hellhole we living in here? It's no longer a republic right. or a democracy. I would call it a banana republic. I agree. I agree. I agree. All right. Ron, any comments to that? No, uh, he's right. You know, one of the things I found out in the state of California, the attorney general, who was just described by Wayne, mm-hmm. basically, uh, has no bond. Yeah. And it's a requirement. I mean, and yeah. if you go down the list, most officers don't have that bond. Yeah. So there's no redress by the person who's been injured by him. Yeah, it's like a little loophole not to get sued, basically. Yeah, right. yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, it, it really is. It shows no accountability for anything else. So, uh, yeah, you can't. You're untouchable. I mean, I'm not bonded. You can't. You can't sue me. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but the, the common people are, are bound to, to honor these laws and all this and that. But then you have this uh, group that uh, is above the law. And I've got a word that describes where we're at. You know, it's called cacistocracy. K a k i s t o c r a c y. It's government by the least suitable or competent citizens. <laughs> Interesting. Very good. Very good. Love it. Very good. Good call. Very good call, Wayne. Appreciate that. Ron, any closing words before we head out tonight? Jeez, I don't know. Just try and give be us, safe. Give, us some, uh, give us some words of confidence, Ron. Give us something to, to be thankful. Well, I told you the most important two-letter words, right? What's that? If it is to be, it is up to me. I live by that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Ron McDonald, for joining me in the second hour. That completes our show this evening. I am back in the studio again for Sunday's show, Off the Beaten Path. Thank you for listening. Thanks for the calls tonight. Health, happiness, and safe travels. We will talk again. Good night. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. 
Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.